0: The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg, entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone, to the Joan Hamburg Show. And I'm very happy to have Victoria Clark with me today because I'm trying to think, Victoria, when I first saw you work, I don't remember if Light in the Piazza was the first thing I watched, but of course you won a Tony for that, and we loved that show. And then the world became yours right after that. Well,
1: I don't know about that, but um, that's very sweet of you to say. Um, I've been so blessed to to be in so many great shows, and this is thr- a
0: thrill. Well, and, and this one is a thrill. But it was interesting to me because obviously the show is at the booth right on West 45th Street in Manhattan. And you have been at the booth before. So it's a good theater for you.
1: It is. Um, you know, I was, uh, that's where I made, um, that was my where my first Broadway show was with um, the original production of Sending the Park with George. I was a... Uh, replacement um, vacation understudy (laughs) when I was a wee a wee taught and uh, it it was thrilling to come back to that theater and now we have a new understudy who is my age
0: um
1: my exact age when I first started and I sat down with him last night and I said oh this place has good mojo so you better watch out
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it does but here in Kimberly Akimbo it's a great part too and a great play you are a high school kid with a terrible fictional disease, but there really is a disease like this. What is, I don't forget what they call it, but it's a rapid aging illness, which yes. gives right this teen, a whole persona of a very old person. Her body has become and is starting to go very old. Right. So um, there is a real disease called
1: progeria, which is a, a, a disease that um, causes the body to age much more rapidly than it should. And um, but this this um, David Lindsay, At wrote the play that our musical is based on Kimberly Kimbo. And um, this is a, a disease that's somewhat loosely based on that, but it's different, has different qualities to right. it. So. He can have, um, he has more license as a playwright to expand upon what Kimberly can and cannot do. Um, But we have had a lot of audiences coming who have heard about, you know, Kimberly's uh, circumstances and a lot of people with diseases and, um, you know, conditions that are troubling to them. And uh, I've been honored to meet them, speak with them afterwards.
0: Right. And I mean, I actually knew someone from childhood who had this kind of, i we don't know the exact same, but close enough. And you could definitely feel the audience recognizing it. And certainly Mm -hmm. as we all get older, believe me, we know what it's like when the body doesn't behave like it did when we were right. 14 15 right we say body what happened to you you know
1: right and it, it
0: also is actually it's actually it's wonderful fodder for
1: humor too because you know those of us who are getting up there we we know how funny thing, these things can be when it takes us a while to get up out of a chair exactly <laughs> you know suddenly we're we're laughing because things that used to be easy aren't quite easy anymore but even even Kimberly's family which is just hilar- hilariously dysfunctional that's a great source of humor and i think people are surprised at how how funny this is because it's not really about this show is not about the debilitating illness it's about life and how we appreciate right. life and love life and enjoy life and
0: you know like that's that's a lesson that we need to really take to heart right it's about seize the moment and Absolutely. I love that because we don't do it enough. And here right on Broadway, we're reminded, not right in your face, but in a very funny, tender, I can recognize that way. It's incredibly special. And Thank we you. certainly write. We know all about changes. And <laughs> it, was it true that you were worried about your voice and you didn't necessarily want to sing or act you were off to another adventure and then things happened
1: yes i mean you know joan life is mysterious and and i think what's really great about what's happened for me with this project is that i've i've been reminded about what a great sense of humor god has and the universe and i just, just as soon as we think we know what we want and we go charging off in that direction, uh, you know, we have to switch lanes. And so I was, I was doing more film and television. I was directing more. I was creating new work. I was writing and I had said, well, I'm done with my eight shows a week. And so, (laughs) uh, you know, this, I was approached by the composer, Gene Tazori um, and the director, Jessica Stone. And they, basically chased me down for this part and I'm so glad that they did and I'm so glad I got over my... Fear. You know, um, yeah, my fear and my anxiety about the how strenuous. I mean, that's one thing people don't realize. I mean, when they go to see a Broadway show, um, those actors that you're watching, they either just finished a matinee or they're about to do another one right after you leave. So... It is, it is incredibly grueling. Exhausting, yeah. It's exhausting, and as we age, I mean, that it's like doing the Tour de France 94 times in a row. Oh. I mean, it's just it never lets up. And so it's our joy to do this show for audiences, but I think everyone, um, it's good that people don't realize it because our job is to make it look quite easy.
0: Yes, which you do. But did you notice at some point, if it did happen, that your voice changed, or at least it changed to you enough to create a little bit of fear?
1: You know what happened was, um, um, so the vocal cords are muscles, and so just like hamstrings and feet and, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) everything. Whatever. they, (laughs) They change, yeah, they change. And so after menopause, the voice changes radically, and I've had tremendous teachers and coaches, and I've been able to... I've, I've been able to work myself at getting, getting the voice back in shape.
0: And you did?
1: I did, and my stamina has improved. And, and yes, I'm, there, there, there are other um, actors who are doing seven shows a week, and I, I'm proud to say I, I turn in eight shows a week almost all the time. I mean, sometimes I get sick, but I try not to.
0: That, well, and you can probably use the sickness... As part of your character. Well, that's the thing, you know,
1: unless I can't stand up, you know, I, I should come <laughs> in and do my show because the since it's a made-up disease, she can have almost any symptom.
0: Right. <laughs> no, yet it's a disease. Well, because it's made up, you sort of recognize everything. And it isn't even a disease. Sometimes when I decide, all right, push yourself You're going to walk around the block, a city block, a couple of times. And then I talk to my knees and say, what, are you fooling? You know, move. Mm -hmm. You've got to do it. But it definitely changes no matter what.
1: I would say, yes, and the change is not something to be feared. I mean, we all know this is coming, right? So the idea is, like, how do we change our mindset so that we can embrace the change and, you know, love ourselves and stay patient within ourselves, but also, you know, recruit the support that we need from our friends and family. I think sometimes we're so independent and we we're afraid to ask for help. And I think we got to throw those ideas out the window. We got to just say, Hey, I need your support here. And, um, this is what I need. And please, you know, come to my rescue when we need it.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's really important. And I remember, uh, I had had you on, I forget when, and we were talking about the effect that music has had on you and, and the normal anxieties that p- uh, people who have those gifts have. Maybe one day you open your mouth and that gorgeous voice doesn't want to come out the way you want it to. Right. It's,
1: it's true. I mean, here's the thing about singing, because it's, um, it's not an instrument that you pick up. It's an instrument that lives inside of us. So it is the only instrument that is inside the human body. So um, it's affected by everything. It's affected by emotion, by fatigue, by um, uh, hormones. It's affected by adrenaline. And so um, the mastery of of the speaking and singing voice has to do with the mastery of oneself and really understanding yourself and understanding what you're going through so that you can you can pause and breathe and recenter, and that is a, it is a lifelong um, art, and it, it is my passion, and it's something that I'm deeply devoted to.
0: And of course, as an artist, you also are a perfectionist, and you want everything, why not, as perfect. So I'm sure yes. that you're so hard on yourself a lot of times, you know, demanding, so- demanding.
1: Hmm. I'm so glad you brought that up, Joan, because this is something I've learned as I've gotten older, um, which is to let go of that. And it was so hard, but this show has really taught me that that is not the a one um, goal here in in life. You know, uh, <laughs> sometimes and most of the time, actually, it is enough to just show up with your heart and soul right. and let go of this idea that I have to get things perfect because it is a it is a great, it's it's a troubling, dangerous thing to think that I'm not worthy unless I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. And the, the point is that we're all on a journey of discovery and um, it is, this show has taught me and this character has taught me to just be and that whatever can shine through on that particular performance, that will be enough and it has to be enough and it's more than okay, it's perfect.
0: And I'm just curious, this must have been a complicated show to book and the lead because find a actress who's truly gifted who is of a certain age and is required to play a teenager and give it all did your agent find it did they find you how did it happen no janine Tazori, the composer and i
1: have been friends and colleagues for years i would say Oh gosh. 30 over 30 years and she we're on we sit on a, a a couple of boards of arts organizations here in New York. And she she says she looked across at me during a board meeting when I was cutting up and being quite silly and uh, she sent a text message to David lindsay Bear, the playwright and said I found it's Vicky. And she found and I didn't know that story, but it turns out like she saw me being quite silly in that, and it hit her. Oh, here's here.
0: <laughs> she here's what I, was, I want.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I read that she said in an interview, I have the twinkle in my eye of a fifth grader that's playing kickball that's about to kick a ball across the playground or something like that. So I, I do have a very mischievous side and it gets the free reign in this show for sure.
0: Which is great, but when they offered it to you, Did you um, go for it or did you hesitate?
1: Oh, no, no. I ran away from it 100 miles an hour. I ran. I put my running shoes on and ran away as fast (laughs) as I could. Well, because I've made such a commitment to doing different kinds of work. Uh And when you do something like this, uh, I don't like to do do more than one thing at at a time when I'm working on my art. (laughs) So So. that's almost impossible to do these days because everyone multitasks but right. I had read the script and heard the score and I knew I would have to put absolutely everything on hold. And I have my family and friends are waiting. I don't go out. <laughs> I don't see anyone. I don't, besides you t- talking to you today, I will not talk at all until I go to the theater. I am extremely nun Like I am, I am sequestered and cloistered and well, that's a big That's yeah. a sacrifice. And so when you sign a contract, like this, it it means it means you have to be committed, and uh, I wasn't sure I was ready to give up fifty two weeks of my life like that. But I have, and I am, and I'm thrilled to be doing it.
0: Right, and it's a big, successful show, so it could run forever.
1: I hope it does. I hope it. We're in an open ended commercial run. I want as many people as possible to come see us and experience this.
0: And when you got the Tony, you know, everyone says, oh, you're going to win a Tony. I don't mean only to you. It's just, you know, like, congratulations even before things happen. Was that a shock in many ways? You had already won a Tony and had been nominated for Tonys.
1: It was a shock because, you know, in your heart, you know the work that you're doing, but we're not able to see other people's work, so we... We can't appreciate the work that other other uh, artists are doing right now. And so we don't know what the field is like. And frankly, you know, uh, we're also different. It's like trying to choose between an avocado and a pineapple. Right. We're all doing significant work. So it, it is very, it, to me, any one of the beautiful actors in my category would have been, um, you know, it, it is their right to win, and and they could have win, won, and so I, I was shocked,
0: actually. And it's a nice thing to take home. <laughs> well,
1: I guess, I mean, the thing that I'm most proud of is that, um, as a friend pointed out to me today in a text, um, I was the oldest actor to win uh in any category but playing the youngest
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's uh, that's perfect and uh, not only did you win but the show won too
1: the show won we won kimberly akimbo won the most tony awards of any any show this season play or musical and we are very proud
0: right and we were all those of us who were involved in theater looking in um we thought, oh, my gosh, this strike and everything. Don't, don't let them kill the Tonys because the theater needs all the help it can get in terms of selling tickets. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness that didn't happen, but it was a close call. It
1: was a close call. It was down to the wire. There are so many new shows. I mean, people need to just come in and see everything. I mean, definitely see Kimberly Akimbo, but you need to go see New York, New York with this incredible cast. And music, you know. God bless John Kander, still going, right? Winning his special Tony Award. Um, Some like it hot with sensational performances by Jay Harris and G, and you know, uh, gosh, Christian Boyle. Every, you know, it's right. an incredible show. And then there's Anne Juliet. People just need to come see everything. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I believe that. All I
0: these shows. Well, I did that. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Dallas. So, you wanted to be a performer early on? I guess I did I kind of wanted to be a doctor first uh-huh. and so
1: I think this is, that that this is a good combination because i I do believe in the healing power of of theater um, uh-huh. and the arts in general if we do it right, we are we're we're healing we're we're I believe we're transforming that and we're we're creating cathartic experiences for people to
0: um. To heal and renew you know every time i go to theater and there's that moment right before the curtain goes up when usually a noisy house suddenly becomes so still and waiting call it healing call it whatever but the magic that's going to take place no matter what and like you I believe in seeing everything. You know, don't worry about whether Critic A loved it or didn't love it. Go see everything. It's Mm -hmm. all, right, all a different experience, all amazing, and it's all this kind of time where the world stands still and you're in another world, and it's a gift. Right.
1: It is a gift, and I think of theater as food, Joan, you know, like it, in New York is like, is the food capital of the world. It's also right. the theater capital of the world. And musical theater is a distinctly American art form. And so people come from all over the world. People have come from, gosh, uh, I've had people speak to me that have come from China, mm. um, Tokyo, Tel Aviv, um, Cape town, um, Ireland, Scotland. People are just coming from everywhere. And, um, Sometimes you want a taco, sometimes you want sushi, sometimes you want a smoothie, sometimes you want a steak. And so um, New York has the best of all these kinds of spiritual food to offer when it comes to theater. And, you know, that's why you should come and and just eat it up.
0: <laughs> that's, that's right. And now you can take that voice, which has been with you since you were a little girl, and... Welcome it, even though it never went away, but I'm sure in your head you put it away for a little while. But here it is, back again, raining on Broadway and exciting for all of us. Thank you, Joan. I appreciate it so much. Well, I love having you on. Congratulations on the wins and on the thrill that you're giving all of us. Kimberly Akimbo. It's at the booth on West 45th Street go see it. I'll talk to you very soon. And again, congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC, Much More Ahead.